uh, you know, uh, they say your hips don't lie, and, uh, yeah, my, my, my right hip, it's not lying to me, it's saying, I'm hurt, I'm hurt, baby, um, stop abusing me, uh, I guess you could say I'm a hippie, because, you know, I'm a free spirit, just, uh, can't do free range of motion, or full range of motion, of anything involving the hips, and the legs, and the glutes, uh, so basically I'm glued <laughs> to my bed right now, um, even though I do have to work later, where I involve using my hips, and, uh, so yeah, good times, but apparently Shakira, actually, side note, I just thought, I heard, I heard that Shakira's actually escaping taxes, um, I guess the Super Bowl halftime show, you know, didn't pay her enough, um, maybe if she gets Deshaun Watson's, you know, $5 million fine that quote-unquote goes to charity, but it's kind of weird how fines in these leagues go to charity, so it's almost like there's incentive to be over top, be over the top with fining people. It's kind of weird how, like, in pro sports, it's just accepted things. Oh, you show up late to a meeting, you get a $500 fine. Like, yeah, they make crazy amount of money and stuff. But $500 is still $500 to be a couple minutes late to something, right? Now, if it's habitual and stuff, like, fine. But imagine you show up to your job five minutes late, and they fine you 50 bucks. It's like, that's like a third of my pay today. It's like, yeah. It's like, this seems a little unreasonable. It's like, either write me up or send me home, fine. But to actually find me $50, it's like different. It's where we just accept this. And then you get this idea that, oh, sports is a privilege and all this stuff. And it's just this normal incentive-based thing that we just kind of accept that there's these fines for every little thing. And I understand it's contractual. But even in quote-unquote when people try to compare, this is why when people try to compare NFL, NBA, and all this stuff to, you know, everyday real-life jobs, I just kind of roll my eyes because they're not comparable. Even if you make a salary and you have a contract base, if you were to do the same little things that they get fined for, for not showing up to, you know, voluntary OTAs or they yell at someone or something, you don't get fined. You don't get you you don't get docked your paycheck. You you either get suspended and then okay, so if you're suspended, you're not at work, so you don't get paid for whatever you're suspended for. Makes sense. But not like you're late. Or hey, actually we're not gonna dress you up this game. So you don't get your full salary for what you would get. So instead of the eighty thousand dollars for a typical salary in the NFL that you would get paid for playing this game you're going to get like $10,000 and then there's a practice squad shit, you know, and all that weird shit. I know this is a good little inside stuff, but I find that a little fascinating. We just accepted in this and that's why when people try to compare business, these business experts and stuff, it's like, no, nah, let's just call it. It's bad malpractice in business. Um, But yeah, so uh, moral of the story is, Shakira, um, pay your taxes. Maybe J-Lo can help you out. All right. Uh, But yeah, maybe you need a wedding planner after all. Okay. Um, (laughs) 
Welcome, uh, gone baby, gone. Uh, welcome to episode one sixty six of the uh, Off and Beat podcast with Clint Nelson. I'm your host, Clint Nelson. Uh, recording this August sixth. Uh, Jesus Christ! Uh, it's literally two forty seven p.m. in the afternoon, and I'm fucking yawning. Uh, but yeah, August nineteenth, two forty seven p.m. Eastern. Um, don't forget to like, follow, hit the notification bell, subscribe to the pod and whatever shit you listen or watch it on. And most importantly, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to suck some titties. Uh, uh, you know, you know, um, I had it. I'm a, look, I'm a very observational guy. I think it's one of my actually greatest strengths, right? Look, everyone observes stuff. But I think I have a, I think one of my greatest strengths, you know, from a self uh, awareness of myself, I think I can observe things and really, and really dwell on it. That sounds like a bad thing, but I actually think it makes you really think of every little thing, maybe a little bit too much, (laughs) maybe just a little bit, but yeah, look, I, I don't want this to become the Jim and Duncan pod, but look. That's a staple of my day. Um, so look, yeah, look, I went to Duncan earlier. And have you ever gone behind someone? It seems like every time I go, there's some weird shit that happens. Maybe it's what keeps me coming back. Because it's like that crazy bitch you just keep coming back. And I know better. Um, you're giving me diabetes, inflation, you raise the fucking price. And I always get behind some weird ass dude. I got behind. This guy's probably like five foot eight. Kind of looks like the last Airbender, but Arab. Um, he was wearing a tank top, very frail. You know, not judging the man's physique or nothing. But the man was very antsy. Ever gone behind someone where you start feeling uncomfortable just because the dude is antsy? The dude is just like he can't. He always like feels like he's gotta have his hands in the jar. He's always feel like he gotta, he's gotta, he's gotta know every little thing of what's happening, what's taking place. And nothing's worse than when someone orders something and you hear them order, and it just sounds like an order that they're gonna fuck up because of how confusing he is. He words it, or he spaces it out like. I want a coffee. And then he's pulling out his wallet. Cream. And they'd be like, all right, what size? And be like, that's it. It's like, you didn't specify like two thirds of the equation of what to make. You just literally told them, hey, just put some shit in a cup. It fascinates me the way people order these days. It drives me crazy. It's like, how hard is it to go through... If you guys ever know anything about PEMDAS, there's an order of operations with this shit. I'm not saying you always got to say this, this, and this, but make sure you say all of it in a reasonable, timely manner that makes sense to the person you're telling it to. When I'm a person, a third party, not part of the situation, but I have a bone to pick because it gets confusing... 
And then I get irritated because I have to wait longer. Because you don't know how to fucking just say this, this, and this. So then you order your confusing way. They charge you. Whatever. And then after I order, because I'm a simple guy, you know, just like, hey, you know. The usual. Boom, boom, boom. Bam. Easy. Stick the card in. Hate myself. Um, then I'll wait behind you at the pickup counter. And this dude is just like, he's going up to the counter, takes a step back. He's going up. It's like every five seconds, he's seeing if it's done being made type of shit. And you just start getting a little uncomfortable because they seem uncomfortable. And when you're around someone, typically you, you start feeling what they're feeling because, you know, it's like woman in near capacity being on the same period cycle like you kind of develop that same sense right um it's the same thing right <laughs> except you know the only thing i'm bleeding is uh impatience um well i guess the reason why you're bleeding is because you know you're impatient with men because i would have impregnated you by now um <laughs> jesus christ uh us men we're pieces of shit oh you gotta love it um I keep bleeding, because I would, but, you know, my hips, they're hurting. Um, <laughs> just giving you some hip pointers, and she's like, I've been trying to give you pointers of what to do right. It's like, yeah, yeah I don't like, I don't listen to women. All right, Clint. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus, Clint. But no, like, so I'm, I'm behind this antsy last airbender looking motherfucker. And he's wearing, he's wearing some like Guns N' Roses tank top, even though I don't think he's ever listened to a single Guns N' Roses song. Um, not a single one. Not even the big hits. He certainly hasn't listened to November Rain. I could tell you that much. Uh, and what bar? And you know what? It's just the dis, the lack of patience people have. And even if you're not verbally saying, like, your body language, it, it gets, like, uncomfortable. I felt more uncomfortable than probably the people behind the counter because I'm sitting behind. And then when the lady makes, when the girl who took my order makes my drink before his, well, he, they technically made his drink. But, of course, since he didn't specify, he said he wanted a hot coffee and they made it iced. And he didn't want that and. He be like, oh, well, I, I, I said hot. It's like, well, you actually didn't say hot. You didn't say hot or ice. So they just probably assumed whatever. And uh, sexuality was probably a question. So it made you iced. As she says, hey, Clint, your large iced coffee's ready. So what does that say about me? <laughs> um, <laughs> sugar. Uh, oh, she has some sugar. All right. Yeah, sugar lips. Um, <laughs> watermelon sugar. Hi. All right. Um, I do have a hairy chest with styles. Uh, and it all goes down on my happy trail in one direction. All right, Clint. Um, but yeah, no. And as she's like, I, you could tell it was my drink. I know the color of my drink. It's always, you know, on the darker side. It's always brown since it is chocolate, essentially. Um, and as she's hands out, he, he like has this, instead of like, 
a set he just goes and tries to grab it be like is this mine is this you know this one and it's like well one it's not your size two it's not the fucking type of drink at the iced coffee because you want it hot so obviously it's not fucking yours can we use some fucking common sense like get a grip of yourself dude hey it's like i don't know what your deal is fucking relax but as I go, I was like, this guy, he's making some weird, like, type of arm reach towards the drink and shit. And instead of, like, saying, hey, he's like, oh, no, 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 I said hot. And she's like, well, this isn't yours, this is his. And you know what he had the audacity to say? He said, but he ordered after me. He had an accent. I'm not going to do the accent. I'm not I'm not trying to get in trouble today. I'm too tired to keep on top of it. Um, it's like, yeah, but remember they have to remake your drink. So typically they remake yours. They just go ahead and make mine and you were waiting on a food item anyways. So then he tried to actually like, he, he, let me, let me, he didn't have an angry tone when he was talking, but he certainly was more like in legit confusion of how this stuff worked. He's like, well, if he orders after me. No one should get, he shouldn't get anything until I get all of mine stuff. It's like, yes, your stuff should be attempted to be made first. But if they attempt to make it, and it's not what you quote unquote say you ordered, even though you didn't really specify what you ordered, but whatever. And you're waiting on an item that actually takes some time to make where they actually have to put in a fucking oven. It's like, yeah. If mine doesn't require any of your extra neediness that your order requires, guess what? I'm not a needy bitch. Get off your high horse. Like, you're not fidgeting, but you you just, like, can't control yourself. And it's like this weird thing, you know, I picked up from it, from this guy, is that it seemed like he always, because of what he probably thinks from a lack of intimidation of his presence and stuff, he always feels like he's got, like, set a mark. Or it's kind of like a dog that marks his territory. Like, always feeling like he's got a feel and power of something. When it's like, dude, I, like, I have eaten ass that's bigger than you, okay? So, calm yourself. And I just... <laughs> geez, I just realized what the fuck I just said. Um... <laughs> Oh, Jesus, Clint. Too much info. They always say TMI, and I'm always like, uh, too much into me? Uh, I guess you're just too much into me. <laughs> That's more like T-M-I-M, T-M-I-M. Uh, more like T-M-I-M-I-M, because I'm very silent, and I, ref- and I don't really, uh, it's all an illusion. Nothing's true about what you're saying here. All right, but no, this this type of guy is definitely a guy who his way of kind of is over the top, not even verbal, but over the top of always feeling like he he's a little too comfortable of being very critiquing in a certain capacity. Um. 
I'm not even going to say entitlement because I, I, don't, I don't know the dude like that. But you can just tell when people just feel kind of like they deserve a certain specific step-by-step treatment every time. But they do nothing to actually make that treatment faster and actually require. Like, you actually have to learn to order shit. Like, honestly, you would think with how inept and lazy we are and how much we eat out and go to places... And have people do stuff for us. You would think we would be experts at ordering. And it seems like driving and ordering shit. And waiting in line. For some reason. The stuff that we do the fucking most. The stuff that we should be experts as. As lazy fucks in this country. For some fucking reason. We are the most inept in those areas. How do you not know just how to wait How do you not know to how to read something, say the stuff, say everything you want in the thing, and fucking verbalize it? How hard is it? Like, most of these menus, they break it down to make it so simple for you. Like, like have you ever been to one of those where it's like, when it's like a create your own burger place? They literally have step one. Pick your bread. Step two. Pick your meat. Pick your meat. Step three, what type of cheese? And then step four, what toppings do you want? And they have the list of 18 fucking toppings you can get. And you choose. Step five, what sauce? Six, do you want a combo? And yet, people still are like, so are you saying I can pick my meat? Yes, hint. Step two, bitch. Um, you're saying I could pick any bread I want. It's like, yes, hint. Step one, pick your fucking bread. All right? Why is it, even when it's laid out for us, even if it's something we should be experts on at this point, you raise at a young age to be lazy shits. Like, stop being uncomfortable. Stop making me uncomfortable. Stop making everyone around you uncomfortable when you're just waiting for shit. When you're ordering shit. Like, I honestly feel like... I I, I might... I, I honestly think there should be a job at these places. Like, a designated person. Like, I would do it. Fuck it. They pay me like 16 an hour to sit there. Someone tell me their order. And I'll relay it. Translate it. To the actual... You know, employees type it in or whatever the fuck. I actually think that person would save a lot of headache. It would be worth the money because you probably, you you would have less fuck ups if you have someone that actually makes sure triple checks and all this shit and not just people shooting out of their ass of what they want. Like, I honestly think it would actually be an investment. Like, you know, oh, well, then that's the extra person we have to pay. It's like, yeah, it's also less refunds you have to worry about. It's also less disgruntled customers. It's also a temporary, like, yes, sometimes you got to spend money to make sure things are running smoothly. And I'll be that guy for you. And I would be like a half security guard, too, because in the lobby, anytime I see someone being uncomfortable, making things weird, being a little antsy. Like, looking, nodding their head, fucking... And people that put their fucking heads over the counter at places. I can't fucking stand you. 
I just want someone to put their head over the Mike Tyson just airplanes their face as he did on the airplane. Like some people get a little too comfortable. Would you put your head over if you were at a lumber yard with guys that literally lay the wood down? Probably on your wife too. Um, <laughs> guys who use their hands to make shit, Freemasonry, lumber. Like, are you going to be that comfortable? Are you going to have that courage to put your head over there? But some guy might not knock you the fuck out. Be like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? Mind your fucking business. Like, you don't fucking put your head over here. What the fuck's your problem? You just go around people's doors, put your head through their window just to see what they're doing. Just to get their attention. It's like, it's the weirdest thing that we just accept. Stop making me uncomfortable. Alright. And today's drink is um, water. Because it's the middle of the day and I'm not trying to get a headache. God, I feel like one of those. I'm drinking out of fucking this because my cup is dirty and it's in the dishwasher. So I'm drinking out of my like shaker cup for the gym and stuff and I feel like such a fucking douchebag like dudes that walk around and drink everything out of it like if you're at the gym or if it's in like a work environment and it's just convenient I get it but when you're bringing your shaker everywhere just to drink out of it like normal shit oh oh oh, you made some BC you have some BCAA scoops the pointless fucking BCAAs most pointless fucking scam I think it's just like if it tastes good to you and you want to pay for it, it's honestly not that big of a deal. It's probably you probably save more money if that's something you use for flavoring than if you were to go fucking get some every day, a smoothie every day, pay seven bucks. Like a scoop, if you have like a buy a container for 35 bucks, you get 30 servings, like it's like a dollar something per cup. Like when you really break it down, it's actually not a terrible investment if it just tastes good to you. But yeah, look, the dude with the shaker cup everywhere, like, oh, you're basically just trying to send a signal. Look at me. I work out. It's like, okay. Come fucking congratulations. You don't look like it, but come fucking congratulations. If you have to bring your shaker cup for me to confirm that you work out, maybe you should, you know, instead of Walking around with a shaker. Maybe you should be in the gym. And uh, shaking it up a little bit. <laughs> shake weight doesn't count. Even though I'm a proponent of the shake weight. I th- Actually, I got it as a gift in my younger years as a joke. Because when, you know, when infomercials used to be a fucking thing. Like, it used to be a thing like the shake weight. The, you know, Hip Hop Harry. <laughs> 90 minute. The P90X. The, uh abs with Sean T type of shit. We used to see the commercial stuff and we would just like at home, mom and everyone, we just laugh about it because it just looks so preposterous and it definitely looks like something. I don't know why I'm censoring myself like I didn't talk about ass. I, I've eaten ass that's bigger than that dude who's trying to, you know, be an ass, ironically. Um... <laughs> But, he, but, yeah, look, the shake weight, 
And actually, I still think I have it in my closet. Yeah, I may pull it out, you know. Yeah, yeah. Get some things out of me. Um, <laughs> shake, 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 shake it. And, oh, she did. Steak and shake, baby. Steak and shake. Get that protein. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, like the shake weight stuff, those, they're, I don't want to call them scam because I actually think there's, I actually think the shake weight is an underrated tool. I actually think, like, you can get a real good burn from it, you know? I don't care if people say, you know, you can mix variations, start doing behind the shoulder shit. Dude, like, you know, it's actually not a terrible starter pack for someone. Like, if you're not ready to, like, lift, if you're not really, like, lifting weights yet or in the gym, you're just kind of getting started, you just kind of want to get a little sweat going, a blood flow pump, get some, you, you can contract certain muscles, actually. I actually think you can actually learn your body well from doing it. Well, maybe a little too well. Because, um, look, if you can't shake that weight, you can't shake her weight. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> uh, and just so you know, it doesn't always translate equally. Um, don't think just because you squat 350, don't think that you can squat a 170-pound girl. It's a different animal. Um, and so is she. Woohoo, Hyenas. Ooh, it's the circle of life, baby. And we just so created. Um, but now the stuff like the shake weight, it's a really underrated tool. I, you know, I was just talking about it. I'm getting a little horny about it. I kind of want to pull out the shake weight right now. I want to do like a shake weight tutorial. I would, but then, you know, I don't want to bore the audience, the audio audience, where you just hear... Ah, but look, all I would say is, and I think what it goes to show is that you can, you can get fit and strong off anything. There's so many ways to do it where even the shake weight, the dudes in the commercials, you, you know, when they're shooting those commercials. You know the dudes in it is like, I would never fucking use this in my life, but they're cutting me a pretty good check for this. Right, V-shirt? Um, and I actually think that those dudes in commercials, while they're doing it, it, they were doing the same thing that we were doing at home. They're just laughing. Except they're laughing to the bank. And we're laughing, you know, paying 20 bucks for something. Um, actually, I think, I think I got it because I think my mom got like Ross for like 10 bucks. It was like in one of those as seen on TV boxes. It's like, yeah, look, um, everything as seen on TV. There's literally been nothing that hasn't been seen on TV. Every fucking thing has been seen on TV. So anytime, just cause you put the little sticker, there actually used to be a store at the mall that used to be literally... A store about stuff that was seen on TV. Products that were seen on TV. It's like, so what? Macy's? What? Like, they don't run commercials? Do they have an ass seen on TV? Their whole fucking furniture section for $19,999 with 0.9% APR finance and whatever the fuck that means. No one actually explains what APR finance and fucking means. It's weird. 
here's the thing. If you have to finance a piece of furniture, you probably have too much time on your hands. And you probably should be at work. <laughs> Stuff like furniture should not be something you have to finance. I'm not saying because you're like, it makes sense. Like, yeah, it costs fucking money. The problem is it's too much. It's a lot of fucking money. But the thing is, if you can't afford a piece of furniture outright, it's not one of those things that you need where you just have to have it right now. I mean, it's preferred. I'm not saying don't have a bed, but you don't need a fucking roundabout seven seat leather seat, spend 8K on it, put a thousand down and then pay the rest in 60 months. Like, priorities you know furniture is one of those things it's like you know what just wait until you have the money if you really want furniture that bad just wait till you have the money it's technically a little bit more of a luxury than necessity technically um like a car makes sense to finance technically a house you're financing stuff that's like over a certain amount like i should not have to finance a fucking tv a computer. Fuck it. I finance this fucking camera. I know I'm a hypocrite. I finance this camera. But in reality, I should have fucking waited until, like, I, I should have just bought it outright. Because it was just an extra, uh, this is coming out of my account again. And it was a small amount, but it's still like, uh, another 80 bucks to have to pay this month. Fuck. And... I get it, like, you know, you're moving in a house, like, but then the problem it creates this habit of just, I'm gonna finance everything, I'm gonna finance this fucking door from Home Depot, I'm gonna finance this fucking paint from Home Depot, I'm gonna finance, I'm just gonna finance everything from Home Depot and put it on a card, and then, you know, uh, forget to pay off a soda for $1.90, and it's gonna be 85 bucks, you know, the usual, um, <laughs> That's actually a funny story, but, um, <laughs> but that's the thing, man. We just finance. We just put shit on credit cards, whatever the fuck your form of financing is like furniture and TVs. If you have to finance it, you probably just shouldn't buy it. You're probably not in a position to be buying stuff of that magnitude. Re realistically, like it is not enough of a necessity to justify making that type of commitment in the long term. Like, if you can't buy it outright, you can't afford it. That's typically the motto. If you can't buy it outright, you can't afford it. Oh, look at Clint being a financial expert when he's not even financially in the most best position himself. It's like, uh, yeah, it's called common sense. I just realized that, yeah, I don't make enough to afford, which still means you know what the hell you're talking about. It actually means I'm very aware of my means, which is actually the most important part of financial literacy, dumb fucks. Um, but yeah, hey. Yeah, but you know what? You, you finance your $6,000 MacBook, and then you drop into a pell of water two weeks later, and you still owe, you still owe 4800 on it. Then you tell me whose dick you're sucking. Hmm? Tell me. Just because your girlfriend sucks your dick in return, just sucking Steve Jobs, you know, dead dick, virtually. Great movies, though. Which one's better? The one with Ashton Kutcher or Fassbender? I like the Fassbender one because, obviously, Aaron Sorkin wrote it, so you could definitely feel the style 
And I think it exposes the more realistic side of like a problematic dude who, you know, obviously is very smart. And I actually got really into the, hey, like he kind of created Apple, but not entirely. He is like, he was more the imaginator, the idea guy and everything. But the other guy's actually one who like developed the software and shit and like the actual product. And Steve Jobs just kind of overviewed it and stuff. And that's part of like what makes it that. But, you know, it's just going to show like a lot of this stuff doesn't come together as clean. It didn't just come up with uh, Steve Jobs was just, you know, he just had a great buddy buddy. And they just came up with this product. They both put equal thought into it. They both put equal effort. It's like, you know, they have very specific roles in developing. They both deserve the props. But one guy just said, I'm going to take ownership of this. Literally. <laughs> Quite literally. Um, and he had the whole situation with his daughter, like at first, trying to... Uh, which is weird how he finds out he has a... It's almost like he finds out he has a daughter literally the day of his fucking launch. I don't I don't believe that shit at all. I don't like I I'm I, like that's the definite like you could watch maybe know like all right, I know all this shit's based on a true story and the relationship with the daughter is probably true in the sense of he probably wasn't very accepting it at first, but then like, you know, over time like whatever, he probably became a better father and stuff. But like literally the day he's fucking launching the Apple fucking, this new Apple product or whatever the fuck that's going to change the world. All of a sudden, his daughter shows up to the convention, gets backstage with her broke mom. And I say that respectfully. Um, and just like, hey, by the way, you know, here's your daughter. She's like five. <laughs> Are you going to pay child support? Are you going to do this? And it's like. Damn, like, you wait till the day of, like, the biggest moment of his life to bestow this upon. And I guess the argument be made, like, well, I knew you would be here because I don't know where you are any other time. But at the same time, I will never understand how you have a kid that's four or five years old and you wait that long to actually tell the father that they're the father when he's fucking Steve Jobs. Oh, when he was, you know, struggling, getting by and, you know, wasn't the face of technology and shit. All of a sudden, it's like, yeah, it's not that big of a deal. But all of a sudden, he is, you know. You can say how it looks. I'm not one of those people assume every has sin of certain intentions. All I'm saying is, you wait till he's about to when Apple fucking stocks are up 8,000%. It went from being a under million dollar company to fucking nine figures worth and 10 and all that shit all of a sudden it's like hey here's your little daughter and have the audacity to get a fucking attitude with him when you show up blindside him hours before the biggest presentation of his fucking life that he's worked for for years like yeah i I have a slight problem with that but i don't think any of that is true i don't think that's how that happened i really don't because i don't even think how would you even get backstage even if security was lax back then you don't think they're gonna protect this guy who's literally 
changing the world technology wise like it's a whole convention they have security backstage it looks like a movie set well it is a movie but like the whole like they got all these stairs they all these clearances for security and he's like this random ass woman because she says hey that's steve jobs daughter and they're like oh shit well gotta let her through it's like "Mm, all right this seems a little lax on the security aspect but okay not nitpicking all i'm saying is that is definitely not what happened and I've never read the book. I've never read his autobiography. But I feel like stuff with that, it's always exaggerated for dramatic effect. And that's okay. That's what movies are for. But real but real life, it's something not that dramatic. You know how he probably found out? Yeah, you know how he probably found out? If I had to guess, he probably like got a cease and desist letter. He probably got... He probably found out when she filed for child support, claimed him as a father, and they probably do paternity tests. And that's probably because that's how most people find out when it happens like that. I don't know why you wait three or four years to determine who the fuck the father is of your child. But hey, that's neither here nor there. What what the fuck do I know? I honestly feel like if you wait, if you made no efforts by when your child's like four or five, like if you made no efforts to even find out or to pursue, because like you know who you slept with. Like this stuff's not difficult. You know who you fucked. Is even if you, even if there's a lot of overlapping times, because you're a dirty little whore. Um, <laughs> you know what? Get them all tested. See if they match paternity tests. It's not that hard. It's really not. But Jesus Christ, why did I say Chris? I said Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, Clint. Um, it's, you know, this stuff's not hard to wait. It's one thing a couple months, but four fucking years for you to find out if someone is the father of your child. That means you just didn't want to. Let's just call it. You didn't really want your child to have a father until it was convenient. Let's just call it what it is. Let's just call it what it is, all right? And obviously, she even made she had no money and broken all that stuff. And I'm not holding that. It's hard, you know. It's hard being a single parent. That, that that I'm not shaming on that aspect, but also don't use that aspect to your convenience when you need money, and the father happens to be fucking Steve Jobs, <laughs> and you know he got a lot of fucking money at that point. But what I was saying is, I think like if it happens after four or five years, and then you pursue to find out who the father is, and then let's say you find out who the father is and all that stuff, I think at that point, that person, it should be a choice. They should have to make a choice like, all right, well, you either sign a legal document that that you are willing to take care, and you want to... I only say because you're technically always the father of them. But whether you want to feel obligated to support that child. When it's that far, when it's years, and they didn't even pursue you, I think it should be your choice at that point. And that's, oh, men avoiding responsibilities. Like, well, she avoided the responsibility to actually give a shit about who the father of the child was to begin with. It obviously wasn't that big of a deal to her. 
I would think, and that's the thing people are like, oh, well, people want to start, oh, well, now you want to find out who someone's parent is to their convenience, to your convenience when circumstances haven't worked out in your favor. Because I'm pretty sure, let's just say she was fine financially. She had a better support system. She wasn't just getting by and things were at least okay. I'm pretty sure. And if he wasn't Steve Jobs, he was just some normal guy that made normal. I'm pretty sure she may not have even gone that route. Certainly not with the desperation that she went there with, with the crying and all that stuff, the emotional. She may have done the whole like legal stuff for child support just because she could and take advantage of that. I mean, realistically. But she definitely wouldn't have been so gung-ho on them being in her in their child's life. Because obviously it didn't matter that much to her. I don't know. I would just think if you were really quote-unquote caring about your child like that. Unless the father was a complete piece of shit. And look, Steve Jobs, he has problems. Like They definitely didn't characterize him to be the most likable guy. But he was definitely a very smart man who could benefit a child's life very much. Even at the very least, financially going to better schools and shit. But hey, you know what? Fun stuff. Um, <laughs> whew, went down a little rabbit hole there. Uh, snow bunnies, happy Easter boys. Snow bunnies for my dog, happy Easter boys. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, baby. You know, I realize I'm, God, I'm so, goddamn. I'm, as I'm looking at my phone, I'm so fucking tired of these email notifications. Like, there's nothing, no one actually fucking uses their email. Not for anything important. Like, and I understand, oh, you, Clint, all you have to do is put your email notifications off. It's like, well, because there may be a slight chance that once every 19 days, I actually get a slightly decent, important email. Like, if it's from my apartment complex, like, hey, you know, we're having tacos in the lobby. Obviously, that's not important. That's the dumb shit you get. It's always these fucking, like... If if you like if you if at one point you were looking for a job and you use these indeed.com or you know whatever job finding sites all of a sudden like just because you had an account with them one time man they are they think you've been looking for a job for 3 years like I've had a job and they're still sending notifications like this place is hiring it's like oh I guess you're still act- you can always be actively looking for a job it's like damn like fucking give me I'm tired of eight fucking emails a day about that fucking Owens and Miner warehouse is fucking hiring, or some paper mill is hiring, or some management at some cryo life, you know, semen donating place is hiring. Like, what? I'm not holding another man's tube of semen. I'm not hold. I'm not free. I'm not holding some frozen eggs. Like, what makes you think that a plasma, like a blood donating place? So what makes you think I want to like just sit there in syringes and have someone else's blood all over me all the time? 
for what 17 hours like oh a one dollar pay upgrade what i get paid now to do that i'm good all right you get emails like oh because you one time bought beats headphones hey beats by dre you know 30 percent off sale it's like yeah i've bought two of your fucking pairs same problem both times. After three or four months, the left side goes out. Great quality. I'll give you that. Great audio quality. Even when you get the sweatproof workout ones. For some reason, one of the sides always goes out. I've, buy, I've had these Samsung earbuds for like, what, seven, eight months now? No problems. Yeah, sure. Get a little earwax on it, but you wipe it off. That's a me problem. Not a them problem. And it works in all capacities, and it's pretty damn good quality. And it was like 70 bucks. Good investment, alright? But yeah, these fucking just emails. Like, my favorite email I get that I never open, but I'm glad when I see it, even though I have no clue if it's fucking true, because I never check it. But like, Clint, Credit Karma, you're on a hot streak. Your credit score went up 70 points, and I'm like... No, it didn't. It's pretty high right now. You know, once you get to the higher credit score, it can't. It's pretty hard to gain seventy points. But I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to like, ooh, let me see what it did to go up seventy points. You're trying to have me sign in to my credit account. It's like I know what you're trying to do. And then you're trying to sell me one of those bullshit credit cards. It's like, yeah, you know, you really could. It's like, really? Why are you selling me a credit card? Tell me how important it is. But yeah, I'm proving that the system. I'm proving to the system that not having the thing you're trying to sell me on the site is actually more beneficial than having the thing you're trying to sell me on the site. Numbers don't lie. The hips don't lie. The numbers don't lie. My credit score was 70 points without a fucking credit card. So suck my broken toes. Um, <laughs> but yeah. God. Like, oh, let's do some fucking, let's go through Clint's email. This is how bad the content's getting. Direct deposit. Well, I like that one. I I like the direct deposit one. That's one of my favorite emails. Um, Job alerts from Google. It's like, what what are you trying to say? Like, I know my phone's tracked me all the time. What are you trying to say? You trying to say that my job isn't good enough for me, huh? Are you trying to say that? I, I deserve better. Maybe it's so. Maybe I do deserve better. I know I deserve better. But let me tell you, your Indie.com, your Fabric.com Inc. is hiring. You really think I want to work at FabricFucking.com? Cobb County, well, I shouldn't say county. Now you know where I live. Cobb County School District is hiring. It's like, why the fuck do I want to work for a school district? Shouldn't someone that actually is college educated work for the school district? Isn't that how low the standards are? Is that for government positions, office positions? It's not even about actually how highly educated you are. Shop your way car. Oh, yeah. Get promotional rate on purchase. Yeah, yeah. Let me spend money to get your promotional rate. That makes a whole lot of fucking sense. Hello, Fresh. Come back today with $165 off. First of all, if you have to spend, if if your discount is $165 off of what the base is for 
a week of food when I still have to go to the fucking grocery store to get the actual stuff that actually costs the money, hence the meat. But hey, you throw a couple limes in a pack with some seasonings and some what? Like half-ass tortilla chips and some a random-ass baked potato. And I just put it in a bag. And you send in a brown bag and you say, hello, fresh. And it serves two people. It's like, fuck you. I just spent 28 bucks at the grocery store for like a week and a half of food. Suck my dick, HelloFresh. Let's see. No, what else? No, you know, I'm going to roll, huh? Well, no, let's see what we got. Um, oh, shit. I, I got I to gotta accept that fantasy football team. I forgot uh, yeah, it's just mostly a bunch of this shit. It'll be like, hey, someone sent you a request on Snapchat as a friend. It's like, yeah, well, maybe if I was on Snapchat, I probably would have accepted it. If I'm not on Snapchat, it's because I don't give a fuck. Hey, you know, it seems like it's about time for a oil change. From a place that you got an oil change like eight week, like eight months ago. It's like you were like two and a half oil changes ago. You think I'm going to go back to you? You think sending me an email saying, hey, I think it's time for an oil change. Like it was time for oil change four months ago. And guess what I did? I got an oil change at another place. All right. Hey, H&R Bucks, stay, stay on top of next year's taxes. It's like I don't even stay on top of this year's taxes. All right. Ah, Jesus. Yeah. But yep, yep, yep. Uh. But yeah, I don't know. I'm just gonna leave it there. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Uh, All right, guys. I think I'm going to end the pod there. I think I've given you enough of my thoughts. God. I don't know if I'm lagging on the pod. I don't know. You know. Just got to keep doing them till you feel more of yourself or you uh, find a newer version of yourself. Ah, Jesus. That was some of the corniest bullshit I've ever said in my life. Not saying something. Alright guys, don't forget to like, follow, comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell on all apps. And most importantly, ladies and gentlemen, suck some titties. And uh, I gotta take a massive, massive piss. Yeah, you thought I was gonna say shit, but uh, I already did when I did this pod. Um, so, yeah. Alright guys, have a great day.